success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us here today. And I have the amazing Andrea Daughter here. She is the founder of Authentic Empire LLC. And she helps women entrepreneurs create an authentic social media presence so they can grow their business without spamming or cold messaging people. She's a wife. She is a boy and cat mom. She's a foodie. She's a black belt. And she's obsessed with anything tropical. Oh my gosh. Welcome, Audrey. It's so great Hi. to have you here today. Thank you so much, Cammie. It's, it's just an honor to, to be here. I, I appreciate you having me. I have just, I'm just excited to have you because I have loved following you and watching you and learning so much uh, about what your expert zone of genius is. And so I'm just thrilled to have you here to share this with our listeners today. So uh, I will not hold back. She is a Facebook expert in my opinion. And, <laughs> and so um, I just am so excited to have you learn from her. So tell us, you know, you, you are the owner of Authentic Empire LLC. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. How, who are you? How did you get here and, and create this company? Sure, sure. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, you know, back in 2014, when I turned 40, I was a mess. I just had my second child uh, a couple months prior to that. And I wanted to do something. Well, first I wanted to lose weight because it just was, you know, postpartum and all that. So I did partner with a, a network marketing company at the time and, you know, I was getting results, losing weight. I was feeling great and people were asking me, you know, what are you doing? I want to do that. And so it kind of evolved into a business at that point. And, you know, of course, everything was on, you know, social media. Of course, it was very different back then, but everything we did, most of it anyways, was on, on social media, on Facebook. And so that's kind of how I started, you know, putting myself out there and gaining confidence and, and learning the ropes with Facebook. So, you know, the first year and a half was, you know, did, I did really well and then it kind of went downhill. And so I was at a point where I just was done. And, you know, one of the things that I took from that was my knowledge about Facebook and a presence that I was building. And, you know, people were, would ask me, you know, how do you do that? Like you do such great job at your live videos. I need to learn how to do that. Or like, how do you have so many, you know, followers or whatever it was. Right. And so, um, you know, and then I would have my husband and other people saying, you know, why don't you do that for a business? Like so many people need help. It's such a great business. It's such a great industry and you can actually make money doing that. And of course, 
limited beliefs coming in. I'm like, nobody's going to pay me to do anything. Like, who? They don't even know who I am. I mean, what is that going to be? So, you know, it took a lot of things and, you know, reflection and therapy and all that stuff we'll get into later. Um, and I just sat there and I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't know how. I don't know with what. I don't even know. I have no idea what it, what's going to come out of this, but I need to do something. And, you know, my whole, at the time, my business name was Girl Boss Empire because I called, you know, I was technically like a girl boss, but the premise of my business and what I teach people to do online is to be authentic, to be themselves. They don't have to resort to spammy gimmicks and all of those, you know, salesy, icky tactics that people are kind of like, I don't want to, you know, they skip over it on Facebook and, and then infusing that with, you know, how Facebook works and knowing the algorithm and knowing, you know, the do's and don'ts and how to really create that positive influence and uh, reputation. And so, you know, and of course all of that comes from being yourself. Like, I don't feel like you have to conform or try to be somebody else in order to be successful. I think the whole point of being successful is being yourself. And I think your most attractive and important quality is your authenticity. And if you're trying to grow a business, you need to connect with people who are like you. And the only way they're going to know, like, and trust you is if you're yourself. If you're trying to be somebody else, you're going to attract the wrong people. So, you know, and again, coupled with, you know, like that little bit of the technical things that, you kind of need to know about Facebook, you know, I feel like that all can help you create that authentic presence and grow your business. Oh, that's amazing. That, so, you know, that's, that's great. So you took from that experience that you had, you took the good stuff and you ran with that. And I think that's so great in all of life and business oh, yeah. is that, you know, we're, it's not always going to be great. It's not always going to work out great, but if you can forget the, you know, the experience and remember the lessons, right? Yes. And take the lessons, the good part and take that with you onto the next bigger and better thing. And it sounds like that's exactly what you did. So that is right. so cool. So uh, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about Facebook algorithms. Oh. You know, I hardly can spell that word. I just learned how to say it right. <laughs> and, um, and so I know, you know, when I talk to people, a lot of times they'll say, what is that? And yeah. is, I'm like, Google it because it's so hard to describe. Uh, so, so maybe you could give us a quick, you know, lesson yeah. on, you know, what it is, why it's important. Right. And how yes. it can be your best friend. Right. Yes. Yes. Let's oh talk my God, about that. Nailed it. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so you said it right there. Best friend, because a lot of the times, and I used to do this too, before I knew what all went into it. We always say, oh, Facebook hates me or, you know, Facebook wants me to fail or it's trying to ruin my life. And it's not, it's actually, the algorithm's actually your friend. And I like to say that it's a matchmaker for you. So the algorithm is in place to help. It's in place to help with so many things. So the, the, the biggest thing it's, it's there to help you is you think about the amount of content that goes through Facebook. So we're talking uh, like 4.75 billion pieces of content is created every single day on, on Facebook. Um, I mean, it's insane. 
So we need to have an algorithm in order to be things to be filtered. I mean, if you think about, you know, say the average person on Facebook, and these are all like average, you know, stats or whatnot, um, has about 600 friends. Well, those friends produce about 3,000 pieces. So 3,000 to 5,000, depending on who you talk to, of content. So, I mean, I don't know about you, Cami, but I certainly don't have time to sit on my phone and go through three to 5,000 pieces of content. And so that's going to mess things up and you're going to end up seeing all kinds of things, a lot of stuff you don't want to, right? I mean, you think about what goes through the newsfeed. A lot of it's like, I can't anymore. Like I'm done. I don't want to see that anymore. So, you know, with all that, it's important that the algorithm has to be in place to filter through all of the crap and show you the things that you, that, that you want to see. Okay. So, you know, and that, and of course, the way that that happens is obviously a lot of that is going to be up to you, like what you interact with, what you post, um, you know, the people, your friends, right? So um, all that, you know, kind of sets you up for a great experience. So you have to really tell the algorithm what you want to see. And of course, that's going to happen, like I said, you know, when you're scrolling through Facebook and you comment on a piece of, you know, content or you like a piece of content, um, then it's going to say, okay, she likes that kind of thing. I'm going to show her more of that. I'm going to show her more of this person's stuff. Um, you know, a lot of the times I have, and I've done this, you know, an ad or something will come on and I used to put like, stop sending me this ad. I don't want to see this ad anymore. Or, you know, if there's, you know, and I don't do it much anymore, but back in the day when I was a little bit more negative, you know, I would see negative stuff and I would like, you know, feed off of that. Well, the algorithm saying, well, you love all this kind of stuff because you're interacting with it. So I'm going to show you more of that. It doesn't know that you're saying something, you know, like an, an ad that I don't like. It doesn't know that I'm saying like, stop showing me. Like, it's not going to listen to that. It's just going to see that there's interaction with that particular ad or that particular post and the algorithm is going to assume, I want to see more of that. So it's really a lot about what you interact with. And, you know, the time that you put into certain things that's, you know, going to come back. You know, um, <clears throat> when you think about it, you know, the understanding how Facebook makes money is a huge deal. And that is they make money through Facebook ads. They make money through people spending time on the app. So if there's a lot of stuff going through the newsfeed that isn't, you know, that people don't like, they're complaining about it. You hear people say all the time, I want to leave Facebook. I'm done with it. I'm sick of it, whatnot. And they do, you know, then Facebook's going to lose money. So they want to keep people on the app, meaning they want to keep you happy. So, you know, when people are posting things that are, you know, spammy or, um, you know, really like offensive, you know, people are going to leave the app and posting that kind of stuff actually goes against what Facebook's trying to do. So it's not going to, you know, it's not going to make money and, you know, they want people to stay on the app and they want people to have a good experience while they're on it. You know, and there's a lot of things out there that give you a bad experience. So I'm teaching people how to be that person that gives others a good experience. 
to, you know, be a resource, to be a value to somebody, you know? Um, and you think about it, you know, again, when I said, you know, it filters only about 8% or so of your friends see your stuff, right? So if you have a thousand friends on Facebook, an average of 80 will be seeing your stuff. So, you know, again, thinking about what are the types of things that you want to be posting? What is, what are the types of people you want to attract into your space? And, you know, so, and there's another cool stat, an average person logs into Facebook six times a day and scrolls an average of 50 posts. So again, 50, as opposed to the 5,000 that you would normally see, even narrowed down where you may see, you know, like 8% of that, right? Which is, I believe, still more than 50. So you're, you really have to, you know, and, and, and when you look at the amount of content that's put out there, you know, it's really about the quality. It's really about the quality. It's not about the numbers. It's not about how many posts can I do? How many, you know, well, if I post like eight times a day, people are going to see this more. And that's not the case. Um, you know, a couple of things that I find helpful to know when it comes to the algorithm is, you know, less is more. Um, you know, if you have one good post that day and that's all you do, that's enough. That's enough. Cause it's not about how much you're posting. It's the quality of what you're posting. And another thing, you know, if you do post more than once a day, space them out about 90 minutes apart. Because if you post something, let's say at 8 a.m., and then at 8.30 you post something else, the algorithm is going to say, okay, well, you just posted these two you know, very close together. I don't know which ones to show. What am I going to show your people? Like you obviously posted them. You want people to see both the posts, but I can't show both. You know? So it confuses the algorithm. So it's just like really like little like tricks and you know, things to just you know, get it working for you. You know, if, you know, cause you think about it, the algorithm's there and it's saying, you know, it's matching you with relevant people and relevant content. That's why things come up that say, you know, give you suggestions on groups and pages and people, right? Because it's going off of what your activity is. So, I mean, that's, you know, kind of the gist of it, if you will. <laughs> I love what you said. This, I wrote, I actually wrote this down because when you said like back when you were a little more negative and yeah. you were like engaging in negative content, that that's what you were getting more of. Isn't that just like how our mind is? When, when we are negative in our mind, we attract more negativity. And when we're positive, we attract more positivity. I, I just, guess. I wrote that down. Like, oh my gosh, it's like out, like the algorithm is the brain of Facebook, of your it Facebook is. account. And ever, whatever you focus on is what you get more of. And it's just like the brain in your head. Yes. That's, that's crazy. Yes. Okay. So we're going to shift a little bit because sure. I want to talk about a little bit about content because okay. I know like you're, you have a, you know, your authentic empire and I know you specialize in Facebook. I also know you've used Facebook to build your business, yes. to draw your clients. So let's talk a little bit about how to use Facebook and what kind of content you, that is the best to use to draw those, you know, avatar to you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I mean, so obviously we always have to focus, we always want to focus on value. So, you know, when I, 
and a, a couple of the things I'm going to say are things that I learned from, you know, mentors that I've worked with in the past. But, you know, I think, think of your newsfeed as what, what you can do for other people. So like your business, if you're using Facebook as a tool to grow your business, it's always going to be what's in it for other people. I, you know, this isn't for me, this is for other people. So, you know, your content should reflect, okay, this has to be something that can help somebody. So valuable, valuable content, stuff that your audience can learn from your post, your video or whatever that is and apply it to their life right then and there and even see a 1% positive change without you expecting anything in return. So there shouldn't be any like pitching in there. Like, oh, after you do this, you may want, you know, there's a time and a place for that. Don't get me wrong. But when you're just starting out, especially, you want to make sure that you become a resource for people. And this is where you're building your brand. You're building that visibility. And you want, you know, people are going to be attracted to things. You know, when you think about it, you go on Facebook, people in their heads are going, okay, what's in it for me? I need to learn something. I need a recommendation. I want to ask a question. So you want to be that person. Um, and I'll tell you the best, the absolute hands down best type of content to do that with is live video, Facebook live video. I know everybody sort of, a lot of people are sitting there going, no, <laughs> cause that's exactly how I felt. I've been doing live video for over. Yeah. Let's say about a little bit over three years now. So and I don't feel like I'm a pro at it. I still get nervous. I mean, I was still very nervous to come do this. So, you know, um, but live video on Facebook is the, the top performing content on Facebook. Video in and of itself is king. I think it's the stats are like, I think 82% of online content by 2022 is going to be video. So, you know, and, and, you know, Facebook live video, I mean, you want visibility, you want engagement, that's what you need to do. You know, the average person watches, you know, a video three times longer on Facebook if it's alive. You know, they want that live experience, you know, and, and when we're talking about authenticity, right, you're on, you're doing a live video. So there's no editing. There's no, like, you know, if something goes wrong, oh, well, you know, I've had plenty of things happen in my live videos kooky, crazy things. And I just keep going. Right. So you don't have time to think and overthink it. And also it's a personal experience because, you know, we're human beings. We're social. Social media is social. Facebook is face. You want to see your face and you get to know, you get to learn a lot more about a person, you know, deeper, uh, you know, knowledge of that person when you hear them speak and see them speak. And you're also interacting with your audience in real time. So it's like you're having a face-to-face, well, you are having a face-to-face, but it's like you're having an in-person conversation. You know, it's the closest thing you can get to, you know, being in the same room. And, you know, and people love that. And people love the live experience that, you know, in the moment, uh, you know, like fear of missing out, you know, type of thing. So it, and the numbers speak to it. It, it, it is the top performing. It's been the top performing. It's going to continue. It keeps it keeps going. And you, we've seen that just with, you know, other video platforms and, you know, like, you know, what is it? The TikTok and the Hulu and all that stuff. You, you know, YouTube's, you know, obviously been around for a while, but you know, it, it is, it's video content. It's video content. 
So would you say that that live video is also something that boosts your algorithm because it's keeping people on the page? Yeah, I mean, so one of the things that that will help you in the algorithm is the engagement on your post. So yes, I mean, you're, you know, with with Facebook live video, um, you know, tending to have more engagement, right? It's also about like what you're seeing in the video, right? And you know, and the content of it and things like that. Um, but you know, you have to, like, you want to encourage people to respond. You don't just want to say comment below. You want to ask questions. Like you're having a conversation, like, do you guys feel this way too? I feel like I'm on this planet by myself, you know, things like that. Um, and encouraging the engagement. And then when people do comment, you reply back, but not just on the video, but go back into the post when you're done and comment. It's the conversations in the comments and whether it's a live video, whether it's a a photo post, whatever. It's the conversations in the comments that are going to, um, you know, create that experience and, and keep that moving. And, the, and Facebook's going to see that as a relevant post because it sees conversation. You know, we're so focused on numbers and vanity metrics where we're like, well, it only got like a couple of views or I only got like a few likes. Yeah, but the likes don't matter. Look at the, you know, Go and create content and put yourself out there for conversations, not for just comments. You, want, you know, so. Yeah. And so I have seen a lot of live video and in the live video, they're like, drop me a red face emoji. If yeah. you, so those things work. Is that why they're doing that? Is getting people to drop emojis because they're commenting and they're keeping that going? Like yeah, what's the I mean, purpose for that? So that was, that was something that people did a couple years ago. It was very big. You know, when I first started doing live video and a little bit after that, we would do that. But you drop a one in the comments, drop, you know, but, but what happens is people, you know, and I'm not saying this, that they do it on purpose, but a lot of the times with certain things, things get abused and, you know, Facebook hat, you know, and then when things start to get, you know, where people are like done with Facebook, they have to, you know, refigure features and things like that. So now, you know, a lot of the things that are, and this actually happened last year, is there are certain words or phrases that are flagged in a text post as well as a video. So things like, and I don't think saying that, well, this will be on your podcast. So. <laughs> but, you know, like, for example, join my team. Like any post that has join my team, any video that you're saying, join my team, you know, post an emoji below to join. Facebook looks at that as spam. It looks at it as irrelevant content and using, you know, gimmicks. And it's not going to, it's going to demote, that post is going to get demoted in the newsfeed because um, it doesn't see it as authentic. So, you know, trying to, you know, drop a, an emoji and things like that. How about, you know, let me know, like, what do you guys think? Ask them a question so they can actually answer you with words. Got That'll it. breed more engagement. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, hashtags or no hashtags? What? I know Instagram loves hashtags. What are they like? Totally irrelevant. Tell me the story about Facebook and hashtags. Uh, so, generally speaking, don't use hashtags on Facebook. Okay. Um, sometimes, just for fun, you may use like one, like hashtag, like oh my god, like quarantine, like stress or whatever, like just for fun, right? You're not actually using it to be searched. Um, you know, and, and the, the mistake I see people making, and I want to make sure that they know is 
you know, I see people doing like an Instagram post with all the hashtags and everything, and it's automatically shared to their Facebook. The hashtags don't, first of all, it looks kind of weird on Facebook. It's like, you don't really do hashtags. And you know, the hashtags are not, they're not going to do anything and it makes it look kind of icky. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's gonna, not that it will be demoted. I just think that it looks like you're not, well, first of all, let me back up. You're not, it's not original content because it's like automatically posting from something else. Facebook likes when you upload original content natively using the, the platform and respecting the platform. So Facebook doesn't use hashtags. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So uh, let's tell our listeners where they can find you online because I'm sure they're going to want to hear more about this. Sure. Sure. So on Facebook, um, my personal profile is Andrea Marie Dodderer and my business page is Authentic Empire LLC. Perfect. And you are uh, coaching, you are coaching clients, yes, yes to yes. learn more about how to use Facebook to grow their business, yes? Yeah, absolutely, yep. I work privately, one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Um, I also have a private Facebook group on, um, it's called Spam Rehab. So if you're a recovering spammer or if you just don't want to be that person at all, you know, we do a lot of cool trainings in there, all the different Facebook topics, Instagram, a little YouTube and a little Pinterest. Um, but yeah, like my main thing is, you know, the private coaching, people really like the one-on-one. -on -one. And um, so we've been doing a lot more of that, especially with this quarantine thing and people's businesses are kind of like up in the air. I'm trying to give them um, some help to, you know, to, you know, this is the time to, this is your off season. This is the time to train. So when life gets back to semi-normal, you already have a game plan. Perfect. Okay. So now we're going to shift because we promise our listeners that we are going to feature fierce female entrepreneurs on our podcast, uh, but we're also going to let them in. We're going to share with them, you know, women compare themselves all day long, right? Oh. And they look at success and they look at you and they look at your confidence and you're beautiful and you're smart and you're successful and they think they can't do it because they're not like you. They never see your struggle. And honestly, you just make it look easy, right? So we'd love to let them in and encourage them. And so we're going to share a good, a bad, and an ugly. So we're going to start with the good. So could you share with our listeners uh, maybe something good or great that happened that you've celebrated or experienced in your journey? Sure. I think, I think the biggest thing is, um, and you probably wouldn't guess it, but I'm a little bit introverted. I have anxiety, also depression. So it's, you know, I, I, I tend to kind of retreat a little bit. And one of my biggest fears, like my entire life was public speaking. Like, I'm never doing this. Like, heck no. Um, but I think the live video obviously helped me. And, you know, being in this business where, you know, I attend networking events and I'm, you know, doing things like podcasts and interviews and, you know, just working with people. And so I, I had no choice. If I wanted my business to grow, I had to put myself out there and do this scary thing. So, yeah, so I've been able, I mean, I still I have a long way to go, but I actually enjoy doing it now because I love what I talk about. I love, you know, my business and it makes it easy. So I would say that's a definitely a good. 
That's great, actually, because you, that, I mean, what you're basically saying is that that's almost like self-development, right? Yep. Like it was like a self-development improvement in you to overcome some of those lingering things that could have hold, held you back, yep. but instead it, it helped you to grow in that area and get better control over it. I yep. think that's amazing. Okay. So we have to talk about bad. So yeah. share something bad that happened. I mean, so I guess speaking about public speaking, I did one, it was pretty early on in um, my days. This was like, was it last year? I think, or two years ago. I can't remember now. But anyways, I came, I thought I was really prepared. Now this was all my own insecurity, right? Everybody else was like, you're doing fine. I'm like, no, I had my notes. And then something happened where I literally just spaced out in the middle of it. And I didn't know where I was. And I'm like, I'm looking through my notes and I'm getting like sweaty. And I like, like for like a split second, I just wanted to be like, I can't. And, you know, part of it was I had thought I lost my, <laughs> I thought I lost my um, credit card. So that was on my mind. I'm like, and I didn't say anything yet, but I'm like, Where's my you know, so I had that on my mind. And I was just so distracted and, and, you know, internalizing like how everybody's looking at me, like they're looking at me like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a moron. Like they think I'm like so clueless, you know? And so that like, it took me a little bit for my confidence to get back from, you know, back, back from that. Yeah. I imagine you probably were like, I'm never speaking again. Right. Yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, this, I'm like, this clearly, this isn't my thing. Cause <laughs> I can't even sit here in front of like 10 women and talk about something. So, so yeah. So how did you get, how did you, you know, stir up the courage to get back up in front of people and talk again? So, I mean, I, you know, after I finished that one, I even said, I'm like, wow, I feel like I messed that up. Like I was so nervous and all this stuff and everybody was so encouraging and like, no, you were great and everything. And, you know, and then just knowing that, okay, I actually love doing this. And I know when I do, it helps people. So it was one of those things where I had to say, I had to kind of put the helping of other people before my own fears. And again, I knew you have to keep doing things over and over again. You can't just do it once and expect, you know, that it, that's how it's going to be. So, you know, it, it was like, all right, I got to keep doing this. I just got to prepare more, right? It showed me, okay, I just have to prepare more. And yeah, and I wasn't going to quit. That's a great okay. message. That is such a great message of, of putting the fact that you're going to help other people before the fear that you have yeah. in yourself to deliver the message. That is great, great advice to anyone out there who is, you know, fearful of standing in front of a group, no matter how big or small, yeah. right? If it's 10, yeah. it could be a million, right? The, the feelings yeah. are the same, same, no matter how many are in the room. I love that. Okay, girl, now we are going ugly, right? We're about to oh, get ugly. ugly. Okay. So before when I was talking about my uh, journey, okay, um, when I said, okay, we'll talk about this later, what led me to do this, there was that little part I skipped. So um, back in 2017, I was attending um, my fourth and final like convention for, for that company. And I hadn't, you know, progressed anywhere. And so I was just sitting there and all of a sudden, like I just at this, you know, opening ceremony thing in my, even my husband's like, all of a sudden you just look like you were going to lose your mind. Like you were about to cry. And it, something just came over me and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am, I've been busting my hiney 
80 hours a week, even more, every single day. And I wasn't, and I was doing all the things that I was supposed to be doing. And I wasn't, I wasn't moving forward and I didn't know what to do. And so of course, the first thing I thought of was I stink. I can't do this. I have no business doing this type of business at all. I, you know, so my self-esteem, all that. And so that kind of triggered, uh, you know, a course of events where, you know, I was questioning myself. I was questioning marriage. I was questioning everything myself as a mother. I'm like, my kids don't even like, like they're going to look at me and say, Oh, she, she's a failure. She can't even, you know, work a job or, or whatever, you know, my mind was all over the place. And, um, you know, and it took, you know, pretty much almost like walking away from everything to decide, Hey, I have a choice here. And, you know, it took a lot of therapy. We did, I did my own therapy and we did marriage counseling and everything like that. And I would say, you know, three years later, it's the best it's ever been, but I feel like I had to go through that in order to, you know, come out of it with this new perspective and find really where I'm supposed to be. So it was a bad time. It was a bad time. That sounds like a bad time. And, um, I love what you said, you know, you did all the things you needed to do, right? So you worked on yourself, you went yep. to therapy, you worked on your marriage. So you, you took control of that. Yeah. I, I think that too many times people will get knocked down like that and then they start to internalize it, but then they stay stuck there yeah. and you didn't do that. You got back up, right. And you came up, you came up fighting and it is not easy, right? Mm-mm. No, it's Mm-mm. not, but it is a choice and it is not the easiest choice. Sometimes laying back down is the easier choice, right? Like yeah. you don't have to work as hard. You could just stay where you are on the ground, but is that rewarding? Look at you mm-hmm. today. Look at what you're doing. Look at the difference you're making in the world and in other people and their businesses. And I love that. You, you, you were one of those who got back up. Thank you. That's yeah. amazing. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. That is awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being here today. And uh, you guys, here we have her, Andrea, daughter, (laughs) and she got back up. And I don't know where you are in the world today. I don't know if you are face down on the ground, but get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.